how the hell is everybody doing? Uh, I'm going to be the guy up here screaming into the microphone. My name is Matt La Grass Factor Martin. Wait, that's French. La is French, I think. I don't know. I'm messing this up. Aldo, help me out here. I am not very cultured, and I'm screwing this up. Uh, I hope everybody has a margarita ready because, boy, do we have a lot of fun on the schedule today. Uh, alongside me, we've got Mr. Ryan DeMay, Mr. Ray Edo. Gentlemen, how the hell are y'all? Uh, fantastic. Busy Buzzing. as hell, but, you know, yeah. Here to get there is, hey, there is a buzz go. in the house. <laughs> what? A buzz? What are you talking about? Buzz. Okay, yeah, Cinco de Mayo. You're not, you're not getting down on some oh. tequila. Oh God, no! We'll tell, we'll, we'll tell, we'll tell stories later. But I, I, this, this would actually be a good discussion topic for uh, one of our power hours sometime. But uh, that is um, rock bottom. You know, everybody has a point at which they've gotten. Uh, too inebriated or too out of sorts, right? And have mm-hmm. like literally hit the lowest of low points. And I don't mean like depression. I mean just doing stupid things and or making an idiot out of yourself. So we'll share some of those stories offline. I think that'd be of, good. So. Of course we will. Uh, Ray, did you <laughs> did you kill a guy with a trident today? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I, I did not good. kill anybody That's... with a trident. I didn't tr- kill anybody. <laughs> Good. No trident, no AK, uh, and our guest of honor this evening, everyone, is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who I'd go to jail with at least twice a week, <laughs> Mr. Paul Outlaw. <laughs> Paul, how the hell are you? Good. Uh, we wouldn't have to share that cell, would we? Uh, yeah, I definitely would not share the cell with you. Um, right. I, you never know when we drink the peanut butter whiskey, uh, you know, the, the, the amount of self-loathing that takes place, weird things happen. Eh, maybe so. <laughs> Paul, how are you, man? Paul, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I was so the first time the first time I met Paul, we were at the GIE, of course, because it brings all good souls together. And um, we were in this Airbnb and kind of upstairs, and it was it was late, you know. And, uh, and there was there was a bunch of people that that were over, at least a few people that were over, and somebody busted out a bottle of Screwball whiskey. Have y'all ever heard of this? The peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, awful. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Whatever. Everybody had a glass of it. It's it good. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't even make sense, really. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we, we tell had me a what glass it was. Of... He says, "What does this remind you of?" And I'll... <laughs> Somehow, peanut and butter and alcohol just don't sound good together. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's gross. It really is. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I think we're also going to use um, uh, the Cinco de Mayo here to put into commemoration uh, one of our one of our finest moments. And we're gonna, we're gonna leak a little bit of the of uh, of the after show here, and uh, one of our one of our favorite scenes from from John and Bob. Um. Can we can we can we put this up? Okay. And uh if you have not watched John and Bob on YouTube, uh, I highly recommend it. 
It is, uh, it is the grift that keeps on grifting. And, uh, and you'll, you'll want to look for this video right here where the guy um, berates the hell out of this poor Latino man named Oscar. And uh, so uh, in, in remembrance of Cinco de Mayo, don't, don't be like John or Bob and use the bio tiller or, or whatever else he has going on. Or the dog. Uh, you can pray for the dog. <laughs> pray for Chip. Yeah. Uh, Chip, Chip's going through hard times. <laughs> and, and pray for Oscar as well. Uh, because right. it is Cinco de Mayo and this, and this, this poor guy got railroaded. He didn't want to be on video, and, but he did. And because he's a Mexican. Just that reason alone. All right. Exactly. Listen, uh, we are celebrating more than Cinco de Mayo tonight. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but this tonight right here is our 100th episode between uh, Thirsty Thursday and the Colin shows and the, uh, Burner returns 100 here. We saved it, saved ourselves for Paul. Uh, you know, like any any good uh, group of guys would do for Paul, they'd save themselves for him. So seriously, we're we're excited to have Paul on because listen, he is. Here's the it's, thing: it's only 100. Every time I look at my phone, there's some kind of update that the Grass Factor has uploaded a video. We do a lot of updates. Well four or five hundred by now they're pretend yeah. updates okay like it, it looks like things are going on but in reality nothing's happening yeah it's all just spin and tire the uh you know yeah if you if you include the after shows and the pre-shows it's well over that i mean i don't know what the number of hours is but anyway it's uh we're proud of that happy y'all are, are joining along happy that so it's funny is that uh what the hell this this is probably three four months ago I get a call from a random number, a North Carolina number, and I'm like, who in the hell is this? So I pick it up, and sure enough, it's Paul, and he's saying, dude, I think we got snow mold down here, and I ain't never seen no snow mold in North Carolina. And I'm like, well, you know, let's take a look at it, send me a picture. And he does, and I'm like, yeah, that's he's got snow mold in the Carolinas. But the cool part was this, um, is that he reached out. You know, we made this connection on this show. He would have, you know, well, I'd have never known him from Adam. And that's the cool part about this. You know, just uh, today, I'm not going to say who, but today I was going back and forth with uh, somebody who is uh, a patron, right? Somebody who runs a lawn care business themselves and was having some product questions. So, again, we don't have all the answers, but we really do appreciate the the uh, gentleman, dare I say, community that we've created, right, here that is uh, people that uh, just want to do, do right. You know, when I get it right. And a guy that gets it right way more often, way, way, way more often than he gets it wrong is Paul Outlaw. So uh, the things I was hoping to learn more about was, uh, you know, we talked a lot last time about growth regulators, and we talked a lot last time about brown patch. I'm curious, with the weather that you had last year and taking on more customers and all that kind of stuff, uh, let's start there. I mean, are those still the two biggest top of mind things for you right now? And if not, what is Paul froze? Yeah, Paul did freeze, and I forgot to take myself off mute. Uh, Paul will make his way back closer to. Uh, oh, nope. Look, whoop, whoop. Paul, you back? Am I, am I here? You're back. You're here. We have you in all. Oh, okay. You're good. Okay. Yeah, you're back. All right. Well, with with fescue, uh, 
yeah, we're still going to worry about ground pass. Right now, I'm not so worried about it. We will gear up to uh, start running round three on fescue here, probably starting in the middle of the month, and that will be fungicides. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I mean, last year we survived the, the fungus onslaught pretty pretty good. I think maybe the so – I don't know if it was just an easier year or the system's getting more dialed in or, or what, but uh, – uh gray leaf spot was really our biggest fungus issue uh brown patch we could seem to control and at the same time if it's in there treat it get it out gray leaf spot once it it hit them it it was hard to stop and it's way more devastating than brown patch most definitely yeah and that's uh, that's just that added dimension of difficulty down there so I had, I was thinking about this too on the brown patch thing and what y'all deal with. Is anybody down there trying to grow some of the newer super elite Kentucky bluegrasses in lieu of tall fescue? I'm just curious because some of those have really good disease risk profiles, probably better than tall fescue. You know, they take a little bit more water, need babied a little bit more on some things like summer patch and shit, but just curious of anybody down that way that is trying that or going that route. Paul's thinking about it. He's, he's, there's some serious thought going on here. Again, you, you know, listen, Actually, for everybody watching, a, you home, can't, we don't, we don't yeah, script say, He's taking a big bomb right now. He's taking a big bong rip right now. 30 seconds long. For the state. Am I back? You're back. We got you're you. Back. Am I back? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, this is our great. Um, uh, in the eastern part of the state, you see very, very little full bluegrass. It did it. It did it again. Uh, in the winter, Elms up it does a lot with bluegrass. Uh, we mix some in the fescue here, but oddly enough, the pure seed uh, testing. Plot. Uh, oh, I'm getting it. Am I not there? You're good. You're here. Okay. He's on. John Peterson just too. texted me. So I didn't my my phone is my camera and everything. So if you text me, I got to stop and and check my camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Pierce East testing plot, where they develop a lot of these bluegrasses and fescues and the other uh, seeded grasses, is in Rollsville, which is only about. 20 minutes from me and she's got some gorgeous bluegrass out there on the test plot. So obviously it can be done. It's just, it's, I've, I've never seen anybody do it here. Maybe you should be, maybe, maybe you could be a trendsetter, Paul. I'm just saying, you know, I think it'd be fun. I think there's uh there's some inherent risk, but I think the risk on that is less than uh, what you might find in tall fescue. Out That's there. scary I don't to me. That is Why? scary to me. People, I don't know. Because I, well, I don't I'm have any say, experience with Kentucky bluegrass, so it's scary. I'm it's charted, say, I, uncharted territory. I will say that Kentucky bluegrass is probably the most misunderstood, misrepresented cool season grass. Just like you would say that centipede is the most uh, misunderstood, misrepresented warm season grass, Whoa. Matt. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> let's not let's not bring centipede into this conversation speaking of oh, do y'all want to talk about from centipede 
yeah, let's, let's go it. ahead and get let's get this on out here. Okay. Uh, uh, some of mine are coming. Everything's coming. The that's coming out dormancy pretty slow. But I was spraying one today in a neighborhood, and it it looked all right. But my friend Aubrey, which is he's been spraying for like forty some years, and he was pulling out of one and stopped to talk to me. He said, "Man, come down here and look at this yard with me, and tell me what you think about it." And it was a centipede yard, and he said he'd been spraying it about 10 years. And he said in August when he was on it, before it went dormant, it was completely green. Everything looked fine. This thing had patches in it like the size of a car. It wasn't brown grass. It was no grass. It was dirt. (laughs) And uh, where the grass was growing, there was big streaks like, this real chlorotic, chlorotic looking yellow turf coming out of dormancy on it. And dude, I, I told you I didn't know what the hell. I mean, I, I told him to pull some tissue samples and some soil samples, get checked for nematodes and uh, uh, get the use check to see if any fungus or something in it. No, I have an idea, Paul. <laughs> okay. Uh, c- centipede can also get large patch that that was really the first thought that maybe well i will back up to yard guy he said uh in the fall scout the shit out of it and i'm thinking maybe it came out with large patch but a lot of times when we see grass come out of dormancy with fungus in it there's some down turf in there that looks all tortured by fungus but yeah. that was patches of just dirt in it I, i've never seen <laughs> yeah, it like that, that before you know what that is to me the hallmark of severe large patch in that it dies in the fall and it keeps dying until all you got is dirt that's okay. large patch that's large patch that's severe large patch and yard boy scalping the hell out of it in the fall right before it's going to go into dormancy that's a horrible move that's dumb yeah yeah (laughs) that's dumb i mean that doesn't help and of course with large patch be aware that severe large patch is also associated with nematodes so in that situation i typically apply something for the fungus that happens to also be very effective on most of the nematodes. Doing a little, what is that? Exteris? Exteris through the trident. There you go. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the active ingredient in Exteris? I always forget. Uh, fluopyram. Fluopyram. They, they and also... it is in S-S-H-D-I? Is that right? It's an S-D-H-I. S-D-H-I. Fungicide. Fluopyram is also sold as a standalone product that is specifically labeled for nematodes. However, the cost per application per acre for that nematocyte product is approximately $1,200 per acre. Drop the bucket. No problem. Yeah. Unless you go but sell that. If you 
buy full pyramids exteris, then your cost per acre is about two hundred dollars per acre. All right, we're coming. We're coming into reason there, probably. <laughs> Still, you know, for a lawn care application, that's pretty extreme. But when you're talking about, you know, showing up in spring and there's bare dirt showing, you know, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty traumatic. I I gotta say, I was laughing my ass off at this because that is the enigma of centipede. You know, you get ten years on a property, you feel like you know it, and then you show up, and then there's dirt showing. And the only thing that's passed is the winter season. And uh, you know, not a lot of grasses have that ability to just, even, even if it dies, right? Like even if Bermuda dies, it's normally there's semblance of dead Bermuda still hanging on in the spring. It may be an ashy gray color, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. Fescue dies. You get these big ass, you know, meaty clumps that are just hanging around. Centipede dies. And it just evaporates into the atmosphere somewhere. <laughs> You're left scratching your head. I think that's ground to hell. No, I, I understand why. I understand why centipede dies like that, and that centipede only has surface stolons. It doesn't have any rhizomes or a particularly deep root system. So, if something gets to those stolons. It's gone. You got dirt. Uh, game over. That's why we don't grow it up here. Yeah, and, and that's why I understand the dislike for centipede. However, I love centipede because in the right mm. place, it is the better and most suited grass to use. I also like how centipede lo- looks when it's mowed at approximately five eighths of an inch. And see, I like zorgia grass, so there we go. There's the trade off between Ray and I. Is uh, he can have the <laughs> centipede, and I'll I'll take the zorgia. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like so we're bookends. I do too. I like zorgia. Do you like the new Xeon? Do you like Xeon? Places do really well with minimal input. Uh, it's funny. Actually, that's the thing with Zoisha is that in a lot of cases, it becomes tolerable the less you do with it. Like, for example, my typical Zoisha program is cut off the fertilizer and growth regulate the shit out of it. And then it becomes tolerable. Uh, Paul, by the way, do you have your Wi-Fi turned off? No, do I need to? Yeah, turn your Wi-Fi off, and uh, we'll see We'll see if, if that improves the connection oh, no, quality. You, you, may, you may dip when you when you turn it off, but if you do, just come back in. Um, All right, stand by. Here we go. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna try, we'll try a little uh, work, working on here and see if we can't, see if we can't get it. Matt fixed. Martin, are you, are you in IT? Uh, no, actually, I was repeating instructions from J-Pink there. Uh, no, you're an IT. You're an IT guy. I'm not an IT guy. I only play one because I stayed in the Holiday Inn Express one time. You know, yeah. Now, actually, you know, again, we talked about it uh, recently, but you you almost graduated with an IT degree, but you failed your practical final, which was to build a PC and install uh, Ubuntu. <laughs> 
That was it. That was you couldn't fucking do was, it. So I was so close. <laughs> the stupid drivers that were required to be installed to execute the simplest task on Ubuntu just made it un- unnecessarily complex and difficult. And I, I, you know, if I would have had two opportunities to take, I'd have finished the second time. But by then, I had enough credits. I was like, screw it, I'm done. I could, uh, like, you know, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say when when, when Paul comes back. How many people have been hammering you leading up to this being like, hey, get Paul to give us an update on a new. Everybody is asking about a new right now. Are you getting that mm-hmm. a lot? I'm not getting personal questions about it. I'm going to have a, people who are like, ask Paul about a new. Ask Paul about a new. So. I don't know. Have you got, uh, we, yep, we got you. That oh, you did? Dreamy. Yeah. No video. We, yeah, we, we don't have video. It might be coming. Though. Did you bump? Did you bump it on the browser? Oh. Maybe. Super. Did you? Did you, did, you did you hit the video? Did you no, turn it? Did you plug on. it in and unplug it again? <laughs> <laughs> nope, there it is. Look, here it comes. Is it there? Uh, for, yeah, it is there. You know, it's there. funny there Paul, looking at your eyes through those glasses because it makes your eyes the size of bowling balls. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Paul has unbelievable vision. It is, uh, he makes, he makes Superman's x-ray vision. <laughs> makes, makes I, I, Superman's I can vision see things better. in the world, but I cannot see things to read. It's, it comes with being over 50. Well, I never did learn how to read, so we got something in common. <laughs> yeah. Mississippi. Um, I heard you talking about a new... Yes, everybody's uh, asking about it. Talk to me I about had it. a chance to get back and look at that I sprayed with it. Uh, it did its job. Turf uh, looks phenomenal as far as uh, playing the poetry balance control. This year, it seemed super effective on trivialis, actually, which is not what you'd really hmm. expect. But I'm noticing on return visits to places that I've done, that I've ran this you know, a couple of rounds of this stuff. We get to the climax and Paul locks up. You got to be kidding me. That was, that was the finisher right there. That no, was the fatality. And I, mean, I, I, I heard in, you whisper. I, I heard you whisper. Don't come yet. And then <laughs> he was just following orders. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was about to do the mortal combat. Finish him, and then finish him. and then, <laughs> then dipped, man. <laughs> what are the chances? Uh, this is this is what happens. It's when, a it's a five G issue. I'm telling you right now. He's yeah. I mean, well, like Lizard Man. Lizard Man only had four Gs. He was missing a G and causing to blow things up. Hopefully, that's not the same for Paul. I will say this about a new is uh, I uh, I've been uh baffling it here uh on some cool season stuff for the last oh uh 10 months or so so since like last summer on irrigated stuff and uh it is way more forgiving uh than uh your next and when i say that i mean like uh number one your residual right is is a lot longer right so the amplitude of its uh Growth suppression isn't quite as high, which is probably okay. Um, That's a good thing. Like that shut, can be a good you thing. You don't need to 
shut that down. But yeah, it uh, is as advertised. The the Triv and the Poe annual injury stuff, like, I saw some of that in the summertime. I've not seen any so far in cooler weather. So I don't know. know, If you look at the the product research, like, this is going back. If you go back and look at the studies, I mean, there's stuff going back, like, 2008, 2009 with this material, right? And what it can and can't do in those situations. And the the research shows it's a little bit erratic. You know, they, they did have some good success there, and it wasn't just a flash in the pan or a fluke. You know, they saw it in certain situations, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I think that the my my takeaway is, I think for a homeowner, you know, as long as you can measure it and apply it, stay on course. I think it's probably a better bet than uh, your next pack, unless you just love to go out and spray every seven to twenty-one days, um, mm-hmm. depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. And oh well, it also, it also uh, it's funny you should mention that ceiling on the effect of a new because for me on a on a warm season turf a new doesn't last as long as say cutlass right however it's very forgiving and i've never seen a new shut a turf down to the point where i get stunting and inability for the turf to tolerate traffic for example it's it's a very different product whereas uh harsh as far as uh growth regulation can be good old tranexapac and paclobutrazole mm-hmm. that is mean you know no matter what kind of grass you're applying it to i mean uh i've seen the pictures where the overspray from a bent green onto a Kentucky bluegrass mix uh, collar and fairway, mm-hmm. not so nice, yeah? It's a little bit mean. <laughs> uh, it's it, Well, and Paclo, yeah, Paclo's a whole different animal. That's, uh, that is very cultivar-specific. Like, uh, I think I've told this story mm-hmm. on here before, but had uh, tea boxes, you know, the golf course that were, they sodded one strip around them just so they can get perfect crisp straight edge, and then they seeded everything behind mm-hmm. it different cultivars, but all Kentucky bluegrass. Well, you'd spray the teas and just overlap a little bit. All the cultivars that were in the sod, completely smoked, gone, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Big dead picture frames around them. The stuff in the rough that was Kentucky bluegrass, totally fine. Like outside the seeded stuff, no effect whatsoever. So, yeah, Paclo is something that nobody on here really needs to mess around with. It's, well, uh, <clears throat> So Demay was saying that he has not had the uh, how, how would you phrase that Demay the uh, the the post emergent activity Injury. out of it. Injury. Yeah. There we go. That's a good good word. But when it gets warmer, it becomes more pronounced. Now, when you sent me your video the other day, that mm-hmm. looked pretty dinged up. But we have also, and I, I assume you're on the same weather pattern as me right now, have, have started getting hot over the last, you know, two weeks or so. Uh, we hadn't really started getting hot till like, the end of last week and end of this week. We actually had some kind of cool weather leading up, uh, you know, like two weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting into that weather that it should be uh, 
having some effect on Poe Annual for sure. <clears throat> but but uh, you were seeing pretty good activity on trip. And would you was, say really that you're better than usual? You're, you're uh, overall density of triv, do you feel like it is on the decline? Yes, definitely. I would definitely say that. It, it, the more, uh, you know, I, I don't run, but maybe one or two apps of this on just a few of the yards a year, especially the, the handful that I mow. And in the ones that I've done this for three, four years at this point, less and less triv and much smaller, just you know, maybe you know fist size uh, patches to where as before you'd have big, you know, areas mm -hmm. of it. So it it is definitely helping out in that respect. But I mean, if the growth regulator portion of it in the spring alone is worth the price of admission, the POA control is just a kind of a added bonus that if you're lucky you may or may not get it it really doesn't happen all the time which is which is weird too it'll do it in some yards and i, I think mainly the reason for that is this a new is basically formulated to be to regulate poannua at very low rates for golf greens so you can use a very low rate and regulate the poa and get out cheaper but it, it, it so the poa takes it up very well so when you put that full one pound rate on it for tall fescue, it it overregulates the POA in in most cases and blows it up. <laughs> so again, kind of like to how Paclo can be so overregulatory and hurt the absolute holy fire out of desirable grasses on accident because right. you overregulate it. In this particular instance here. Uh, POA species being so sensitive to it, um, you know, he just doesn't like that high rate and, you know, you're, you're putting the hurt on, but yeah, also right. want to clarify before I start getting a shit ton of emails from people, you are not saying that you would go out and source a new for post-emergent weed control of POA. Uh, no, I mean, that would not be my primary reason to buy that product or use that product, but the benefit you're going to get in that tall fescue for for regulating it in the uh, springtime during that huge surge growth period is just is going to pay dividends at that time and down the road in the summer because you're going to develop a, you know a lot stronger root system diverting all that surge growth energy from wanting to shoot you know foliage straight up. It's going to divert that energy down into the roots and the crown. You're going to have a much healthier, uh, more mature, fuller fescue going into the summer. And you're not mowing six, eight, ten inches off of it a week, doing all that damage that that does. So, in that respect, regulating is 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 just a no-brainer, especially if you're going to be the one that's got to mow it. Uh, but I, I mean. We really have seen control of, of POA in a lot of cases with, with the a new, but I mean, don't, don't go out and get it just for that and slap it on one time and say, well, shit, it didn't work. Because uh, <laughs> in some cases it works, in some cases it doesn't. And over time, I've seen much more effect on Trivialis than in that out over the year, you know, over time using it. 
So, I mean, it, it, it works for that purpose, but I, it's just an added benefit to it. It's not, it's not the main reason to use it. Is it, it you know, it kind of reminds me of the, uh, the, the, you know, Bermuda control program of Pilex, right? Like, you don't go spray Pilex once in the fall and expect Bermuda to never come back kind of sort of deal, right? Right. It's, it's all part of, I guess, a program approach uh, where you're going to keep after it, but that's going to save you from, I guess, having what I call a failed renovation, for example, because believe it or not, I use Pilex too. And... I'm in a region where Bermuda is considered a desirable turf, right? And Pilex has a different use here. It's used to blow up uh, goosegrass and blow up zoysia in a Bermuda turf. <laughs> uh, Paul, when do you put down your last app of a new? Um, I'm probably not even going to have time to do two this year. I, I... Usually, I mean, if if I'm on on my game and have time, uh, you know, once it starts warming up and you start seeing that surge growth, make those first applications whenever that would be. And four weeks after that, three four weeks, depending on your temperatures, make another application, and that, that that'll really get you through in most cases, I think. Uh, Paul, I know you that's not are... giving you a specific date, but. No, I think that's yeah. fair, you know, because there's too much variability to try and give a specific date. Um, if you, Paul, if you don't mind, refresh your browser and uh, because you're coming through like a robot right now. And uh, we're going to see if it, if it clears it up. Uh, you, you, I think you may drag down on it and uh, it'll ask you to log back in. Or you might have to hit the refresh button at the top. I don't know. You got an iPhone, so I don't know how to do this. I don't see any refresh buttons. Damn it. Jay Pink. Matt Martin, IT professional. Yeah, I was going to say Matt should know he's an IT professional. Just turn my my camera off. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I I would pay money for Matt to do an eight-hour help desk session. (laughs) We just videotape the whole thing. Please, would, desktop support. It would it would not be good. <laughs> you did what? That's not what I said to do. Are you even listening to me? <laughs> I want better. to speak to your manager, <laughs> <laughs> sir. This is a Wendy's. Um. <laughs> sure. All right, Demay. <laughs> what are we looking at? Oh here? yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the perfect Primo Paclo fairway. That is regulated down to where you can cut this every three days, and there's just dust spitting out of the mowers. <laughs> it's dried down. That, that, that's that's the that good. That's, like, that's when you know the Primo Paclo is working right there. That that sounds like uh, some of some of my uh, a new Cutlass and Trainix lawns. Oh yeah, the the STF. This is this is the F, STFU mix for golf courses. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I, is. I have the, uh, I have... What is it? <laughs> Go ahead. I have the STFU for uh, for Zoisha figured out, and the STFU even works in midsummer. By the way, because yeah. do you know what October? You know what October is for me. 
monsoon that is when zoe no that is when zoisha is normally growing like hell october is normally when my zoisha is growing like hell. really yeah so beginning of october uh one application of stfu (laughs) there you go uh this is repeated application paul in your uh what did he did he dip again there he is paul uh is it is it is it grizzly is it red seal what do do you got what do you what do you got what do you got in the jawline look at him look at him my man my man Hope it satisfies. That's what it says on the can. Anyway. <laughs> so you know it's true. It used to be a old metal sign in one of these stores I went into. I don't know why this made me think of it, but it had Billy D. Williams on it. And it said, oh, man. Colt 45 works every time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it works at, but all right. Yeah, it, it 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 works for waking up in strange places, wondering what you did the previous day. And, Dude, I woke uh, up someone... in a bathtub at some house like about forty miles from where I started out one time. I had no freaking idea how I got there, and no clothes. <laughs> what, what, oh, were man. you drinking peanut butter whiskey? No, it was. I don't think they had peanut butter whiskey invented at that time. <laughs> Look, Paul's just staring off into the distance for calling. I that was life. just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, Paul. So a new is working for you. What are you worried about this year? Is it is it is it the great least part? Does Fucking that keep you prices, up at night? Man. <laughs> well <laughs> so no, I think that's I fair to talk about. Question. I was gonna ask that uh, question. That was one of the questions I wanted to ask. I've been to I've been to Halifax Fertilizer since January. I think I've bought eight tons. It's going up every time. And it's at the point now where I'm having to, uh, you know, like if I'll ask for a specific ingredient, like this time it was XCU. Uh, we're out of XCU right now. Don't know when we'll have any more. And, uh, it, and it's going to be doubled in price when we get more. So, you know, yeah. you're having to, uh, as things that I was able to get blended a year ago for, I don't know, we'll say $400 a ton is $900 a ton now. And I'm having to settle for lesser inputs in it because the shit I want isn't available. It's frustrating. <coughs> um, chemicals. Chemicals are going up like mad. You can't get half of what you want. Uh, I, I need to talk to my buddy Rod and see what the hell's up with New Farm. They're uh, not doling out some of their stuff on you know in re- regional, rolling it out regionally as they think it will be you know needed. Uh, like right now, we can't get any change up. Uh, I've got a carpet grass lawn that's the only thing I, I think i can spray on it i don't know but that's not actually available. on carpet on carpet grass you can use plain old old-fashioned three-way on it okay and it'll the, the carpet grass will take it if anything change up is a little bit of a hot sauce on 
a lot of the warm season grasses because of the fluoroxypir and MCPA. Yeah, whereas the on carpet grass, uh, you can do the old fashioned like Trimic Classic or Trimic Southern on it, and the carpet grass mm-hmm. won't mind. Before we discovered change up, we used to spray Speed Zone Southern on it sometimes, and it ooh that uh, that's that, that, that's a little nasty. Well no, no, uh, yeah. Speed Zone Southern is a little bit nasty because. Uh, the yes, carfentrazone in, in yeah. the speed zone fries out uh, various grassy weeds too. Like remember what speed zone does to goosegrass and crabgrass. Mm-hmm. You know it singes it, so it does kind of the same thing on the on the carpet grass. So I would say it, it, it maybe not. It up, but I mean, it would recover and knock the weeds out of. But yeah, I'd rather not ding it up too bad in the process go yeah going into summer you don't want to uh cook it up too much because what i what i know about carpet grass is carpet grass normally looks really bad in the summer because it can't take the heat and the drought this particular spot it seems pretty well suited without doing a lot to it but it it stays kind of it it holds a little water in the spot sometimes after rains and stuff, but uh, it's mm-hmm. not irrigated, and it uh, it's just like a it's like down somebody's driveway. It's about two acres leading up to their house, and then it opens up, and they got the the good stuff in there. But I, I do like to keep the carpet grass kind of clean. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll get some just some like try mix southern or something like that to put on it. I can get the. Carpet grass is like literally managing a lawn full of crabgrass, or maybe even Dallas grass. <laughs> it's it's just it's a it's a very bizarre bizarre aesthetic, and uh, but it does it does die really easy. You know, you go you go light it up with some Celsius, and uh, she she ain't coming back. I Actually, never yeah. forget. I sprayed a centipede yard one time. Well, what I believe to be a centipede yard, and. Uh, about 30% of it was centipede and 70% of it was carpet grass because when I came back, there was only about 30% of the lawn left. And that was, I was shocked. My question oh, for you, is that is... over the counter Celsius or is that prescription strength Celsius? <laughs> at the time, that was before it went generic and became over the counter. At the, at the time, it was prescription strength. Oh, okay. There's a generic Celsius. Yeah. No, I'm totally making that up. And the, where that came from, Paul, was there was a guy in Atlanta uh, that was asking if Celsius was a good weed killer because he's got 14 properties and uh, needed something that was going to be good to kill weeds. And somebody asked if he was licensed. Another applicator asked, you know, like, are you even a licensed applicator? He was like, no, I don't need a license because I'm spraying an herbicide. And he was like, no, no, no man, you still need a license. And he's like, but Celsius is over the counter. You know, you, you can, it's just, it's over the counter. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? And then they said, you have no. to have a prescription for your weed killers written by yeah. the green dot. The law, the law is, is that, you know, if you apply pesticides for money, you have to be licensed. And the guy was like, I apply herbicides, not pesticides. And then that kind of started a whole nother ordeal because he didn't realize. And that, that, and that just uh, turned into a whole, a whole shit storm because uh, <laughs> he thought that 
herbicides were exempt from the the rules uh not in the wow. state of georgia not in the yeah, state of georgia i mean I don't yeah, think there's it's, a, uh, herbicides pesticides actually, totally different actually i gotta tell you guys something on that note in the state of hawaii as long as something is not federal or state rup you technically do not need to be certified to apply it. Really? Really? Seriously. That's that's strange. For as strict as Hawaii is on certain things. However, what, what the flip side of that is, is then the manufacturers then don't even want to bother registering a lot of products in this state. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, they don't want to do it. And then at the same time, damn Department of Egg wants to just uh, say no to registering a lot of stuff here too. We still can't get Quinclorac here. Which is bizarre. I mean, that is that is really weird, especially from an area that sprayed as much atrazine as has gone down in Hawaii. But uh, Quinclorac is... <laughs> atrazine... Bromacil, uh, hexazinone, which is, by the way, Velpar. You ever used Velpar, Paul? No. Me neither. Oh, Velpar is excellent stuff. Velpar <laughs> is... Velpar makes what Harvey Uptake did look amateur by comparison. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because the difference between Velpar and Spike... Is how fast it works. Velpar has the tree crispy in a month or less. That's uh that's some that's some pretty good action. That's some strong action. Uh, <laughs> Paul, apparently you have uh you have uh Mystic Mystic Christ six nine six nine here. What is one of the most creative names I've seen? Uh, said you resemble Larry the Cable Guy, uh, mixed with Brett Favre. Ah, oh. <laughs> I'd say that's accurate. Well, if I could see him, I'd come up with some stuff to say about him too. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Christ, if that is your real name. <laughs> um, it, when you were talking about rolling over that yard and discovering 70% of it was carpet grass. I, I did something kind of similar today. It made me kind of think about it as you were saying it. I'd sprayed this yard once before when it was still dormant. Uh, this is a new customer, obviously, but he has these just tremendous patches of this. It's a two-acre yard. He has it's, it, I thought it was primarily Bermuda, uh, but he has these giant patches of this hard clumping fescue and i mean mm -hmm. it's tougher than a two dollar steak man you can't kill it with anything <laughs> but monument and uh <laughs> so i load up uh full rate of three-way and a half ounce of monument and i'm rolling across spraying Woo! and i look down and i'm in centipede like a quarter of his yard <laughs> is centipede yeah! <laughs> wow! Wow! Sir, do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior, Tall Fescue? Uh, 
uh, I went ahead and smoked it off, and and I'm running fertilizer <laughs> at the same time, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, well, we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna choose grasses here, and I've made the choice for I made the choice for the guy. We're going with Bermuda, and so he's gonna have <laughs> some kind of Bermuda lawn in the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> But I can grow and, it and in you know over what? that, you know, quarter acre of uh, centipede that I wiped out. <laughs> it, Man, you know what? Uh, uh, it's for the better. Bermuda is for just, the better. Yeah. yeah. Bermuda centipede. is just easy. I mean, and yeah. By the by the way, is that location even suitable for centipede in actual practice? It's not it's anymore. True, I mean that is true. I mean, and not when you uh just dropped a full rate of three way on it. <laughs> God. Because you know, my mess up was in the nineteen nineties there was no such thing as Celsius or MSM, right? No such thing. It was MSMA all year, all the time. At least that was what I always had in my tank was, I mean, literally my summertime mix. Man, we roll that stuff on everything, anything, twice a week and with a burrito even, man. (laughs) But uh, my recollection was the few times that I damaged grass spraying it was putting down Trimix Southern on centipede oh yeah damn thing turned no damn thing turned purple and it didn't grow for like the next two months yeah and yeah. that was just that just scared in centipede like that before no that, and that just scared the heck out of me uh because i did this over like about i guess an acre or so of grass at an hoa it was everybody's front lawn. Oh, yeah. nice. It was everybody's front. It was everybody's front lawn. Got and got at least, you know, 15, 20, 80 people to answer to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but then after that, I what wised the lawn up. The boys here. You know, <laughs> after that, Matt, I, I wised up because after that ep- episode, the only things I really applied to Centipede were image. And Simazine. Uh Paul, talk to me about <laughs> what did you put down last fall, and did you have any problem getting it? Uh, and I'm talking about from a pre-emergent perspective. I yeah, for I just use for I mean on most of the uh, warm season stuff. I don't I don't even fall pre-emerge the fescue. You, I, I, uh, I take that back. I had I had about three fescue lawns that were so so thick and had no issues i was like i i mean why would we see this and the homeowner said the same thing and so we sprayed some verdiamine on those i i have not used spectacle yet and i've heard a lot of folks talk about how much they like it and if i get time to run that in the fall I, i definitely will it's just for me being a one man show fescue takes up so much of my fall time frame there that I don't I don't really get to a lot of pre-emerging on warm season stuff in the fall to be honest. 
What about, are you still doing flumioxazin in the spring? Uh, in January or so. We, yeah, we, late we winter. Several you with that, yeah. Yeah. And were you happy, <laughs> yeah, with, your, were you happy with your results this year? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it works good. Uh, I usually like to uh, run that with some Roundup or uh, the the new farm version, the glufosinate. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I get some good results from that. Yeah. I have not but, uh, sprayed. Yeah, I, I like the alternate. If I, if I note that I sprayed one with glyphosate this year, I like to come back with the glufosinate the next year. Just just how I roll, mm. man. Just alternating those. Well, I, those. I, I have not sprayed any Cheetah Pro. Have y'all sprayed Ryan and Ray? Have y'all sprayed uh, glufosinate? And if so, what 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 did you think of it? Okay. <laughs> Good. You. Oh, okay. okay. It ain't glyphosate. No, I'll tell you that. No, <laughs> it ain't. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it because my. My first experience with glufosinate was when Finale was specced on a job rather than glyphosate. And the way that the job went down is I took one look at what I was doing because this was a, was a one acre kill out, right? I was supposed to just nuke everything and prep it for sprigging. But Finale was specified, right? And this was actually a military contract. And so I took one look at it and I told the guys, listen, I'm going to need to slip in some Garlon or else most of the stuff that you have here ain't going to die. But even with that Garlon addition, what got left behind was a lot of the grassy weeds. Because you see, here's why I don't like glufosinate. Glufosinate is very poor at destroying volunteer zoysia and Bermuda versus using glyphosate. It is not as systemic as glyphosate, too, if I recall. It's not at no, all. No, it's that, not, not, not at all. Not at all. In fact, glufosinate is supposedly advertised as the herbicide that you can use for chemical trimming or chemical edging in landscaping. Mm. Like you can spray off grass growing into tree wells or into landscape beds, and it won't flash back into the desirable turf, like how glyphosate can. But conversely, it doesn't kill zoysia. It doesn't kill Bermuda. I don't think it kills quackgrass either or bent very well. So that it's, go it's going to be a problem if you need to kill those things off during a renovation, for example. It has a purpose. I mean, like, we'll, we'll typically use it uh, basically, like, to roll your own, like, quick throw, essentially, but without using dicor. Right, so as you mm -hmm. right now, you can't get quick pro anywhere. Uh, so you know, it's a good I don't think you can get glufosinate anywhere either. Yeah, I don't it's, think so. Either. Uh, it's uh, I think you got a stockpile. I, it's I, it. 
Listen, I tight listen. supply. I don't. Uh, it's, it's in tight supply I don't right now. Even prepping for anything except for turf. So I'll just say that. Got my I got my go bags and my honey holes faced out. Variant stuff around the yard again, today. There's there's the, yeah, let's just say listen, if I you know, if I need a little blue fascinet, I got a place I can go. I need, I need a little bit of propaganda. go. Place over here I can go. You can't you can't have the stash all in one spot, right? You risk, you know, if if the Russians launch the nukes, I mean, all of it could go up, right? We gotta <laughs> Because at that point, I'm really still going to be worried about lawn care, but you never know. Strategic, uh, yeah, very. Um, it's a fine product, you know. The the where it kind of got its good and bad looks was um, when they when they came out with uh, you know, Dazaflam. So when they were in, with Spectacle and Finale, that was the spray, right? When Bear had both of those uh, before they had to sell mm-hmm. off Finale. So that was the spray. Mm-hmm. Hey, you basically it's a clean sweep, right? With those two products. And so um again, it has a place that the, the other thing too, Matt, about, you know, the the good and the bad, right? So it's not a systemic, but it does not move like um like glyphosate would. So, you know, you put glyphosate down, Paul, in a bed or something like that, you get a gully washer and oh boy howdy, you're going to find out which way yeah, the water runs real quick. Yard. Yeah. Daquat too does not. Um, yeah, it does not happen yeah, with. We used to do. Uh, we used to do uh, park gravel parking lots of stuff with uh, something called Paramatol way back in the day. Yeah, and you talking about something moving the water. Yeah, and that, that stuff moving the water and leave you a dead street across the yard for a year. <laughs> you get main shit growing in it for tw- a year. No, Primatol 25E, that was uh, that was also something I remember in the 1980s and the 1990s. They actually sold this shit to consumers as ortho oh, yeah. you, can, you can even get a granule. Pitch it out. Well, no, Primatol uh, 5P. Primatol 5P, right? That stuff. That is the favorite for railroads and utility companies you know right along the railroad tracks and underneath the power lines just broadcast that out nothing alive for the next two years yeah it's all gone there was a a story in the news here where uh uh, roanoke island is out on the coast here and that's where the the first settlers came and the lost colony was and all that well, somebody had a grapevine in their yard, which was supposedly the mother vine that the uh, lost colony people had brought over. And his grapevine was the first mm-hmm. grapes introduced into America, supposedly. Well, the power company killed it <laughs> with Ooh. something like a, uh, uh, they were cleaning out the right away. And I'm assuming it was something like a, Paramatol or maybe even a, a triclopyr 2,4-D ester blend like crossbow they were spraying on the the woody well, you know the, areas you know to clean them out. But the people from NC the, State came and cut because mm-hmm. the damage was moving across the vine. They were able to uh, to stop it and and save the vine. So you know, Wolfpack saved the day again. You know, <laughs> you know what you know what that sounds like uh, because. 
I know the power companies, they like to also use Imazapir. Yeah. They love yeah, Imazapir. Yeah. And, it and so, terribly. yeah, Imazapir is not funny because it moves viable soil, leaves, and stems. So if that got on the grapevine, the only way to save the grapevine would be, provided it didn't get into the roots yet, it would be to cut the part of the grapevine that got contacted by that spray. Otherwise, the hey, I think that's what the they did because it was moving across it and they just stopped it. Ooh, <laughs> I watched a uh, a guy in a Facebook group one time, landscaper who uh, sprayed a rubber mulch bed with uh, imazapir, and <sighs> man, it ran out of that mulch bed all through the backyard. I mean, eighty percent of the backyard oh, was absolutely smoked. Oh my god. <laughs> The bad thing was is that he was like, man, I keep applying fertilizer to get it to come back, and it is it is just not coming back. What what do I do next? I'm like, buddy, buddy, it ain't it ain't coming back. Rubber mulch the whole yard. <laughs> yeah, here's what you do. Yeah. Do they like you go get you go get you a phone and you dial the rubber mulch company. You have them bring a whole fucking truckload over to your house and you dump it on the front yard. <laughs> That's how you do that right there. And, rubber bolts. What a product anyway, rubber bolts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, what? It's terribly. Uh, circle, what, 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 circular economy, you know. It's, circular it's, economy. You know, it's tires. You know. J-Pink, throw, <laughs> uh, throw up that pick real quick. I'll show you one more use case. If you ever see these desert golf courses here that have the, like the real nice de- defined line right there, that's that's Glufosin right there. Interesting. So they'll, okay. they'll, throw, they'll throw their... Nice. They'll throw overseed into that and maybe get a little bit close there, but they're not perfect with their overseed. So glufosinate, that's how they create that definition. So there you go. That is pretty. I mean, that, the, the lines on that are absolutely just stunning. Spe- speaking well, I mean, of which, Ryan. 25 pounds per thousand of uh, ryegrass will do to make it pop. Yeah, you know. Do you know that kind of that That's the uh, Matt Martin like uh, spring baseball field program right there. You're damn mm-hmm. right. You're damn right. You already know. <laughs> What are you going to say, Ray? <laughs> you know, there's this uh, one golf course that, you know, on the big island that uh, they have the grass growing, I guess, right up to a lava field. And oh, wow. what they do to keep the grass separate from the lava field is a propane burner. Oh, they just well, use a you torch. Go. You, get, you get that one, too. Yeah, Ray out there in the fire suit, just hosing it down, <laughs> hosing it. Down. It's weird. They won't you know, allow we, me to spray pro- propane torches anymore. It's, what do you sad. think? How how many uh, patrons patrons do you think we need to get so we can buy Ray a flamethrower on government surplus? <laughs> I, I got yeah. one. He can have. <laughs> well, actually, nobody needs to buy me one because I can easily make one on demand. Here we go. Need... Here we go, Demash. <laughs> get the get the dump button button ready, J Pink. We're about to get banned. <laughs> oh wait, Putin just joined the stream. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the flamethrower is specifically for him. <laughs> okay, so that I can light his little fat ass up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he definitely seems like somebody we, that would die him? in a fire. Is there any Russian hackers listening? He's just joking. <laughs> uh, Joke. Or am I? Paul <laughs> <laughs> Ray. <laughs> The government is listening. Paul, I know you are going to have to dip out of here shortly. And, uh, but, uh, you know, talk, talk to us a little, just give us a little bit more rundown. What do you, what do you look forward to for the rest of the year? What do you, what are you miserable about, miserable about the rest of the year? I know you said fertilizer prices, but it's got to be more than that. I talked to you. I, I know, I know you got stuff ruminating around. I have fertilizer prices, chemical prices, diesel has gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the trucks we run around on are diesel. So, yeah, just all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I I hope that my, I mean, I've finally built a large customer base, and now I got, most of them seem pretty financially set. I mean, but uh, at, at, at the rate things are changing and going up, I mean, how long are they gonna gonna stand this? <laughs> I mean, I know you you, know, you experienced very much a luxury item. You it's, you experienced. It's, it's, 2008 right and uh yeah and it, it didn't go well <laughs> yeah does does what we're Sorry. going through right now feel like um 2008 to you no <laughs> it, it it feels like it should in your head what's going on now i mean when covid started you would have thought that Everybody would have called and said, look, man, I ain't working and da, 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 for counseling. But I picked up, I don't know, a hundred and some yards last year. So I, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but, uh, I can explain rate, it. Prices are going up, man. I just don't know. <laughs> no, I, no, I can explain it. I can explain it in that the people at home with FU money, they're the ones that expect their turf to be perfect, and they're willing to spend the money to get that done. I mean, that's that's the only way I can explain it. Because and I, I think too, a lot more people during that period were home more, looking at the yard, saying, "Let's oh, do something yeah. this thing," and they weren't taking those yeah, vacations and all that stuff. So, like, spend the money on that, and, you know, because we're staying here at home. But I mean. Going forward here with just the way prices are going up, like I've never seen anything like this. I mean, I remember, I remember when I was a kid in the seventies and Jimmy Carter was president. Uh, oh like no! Going to the store to, like if I had some money saved up, I remember I, I went and I was going to buy. So I don't even remember what the hell it was, but I can just remember how upset I was after I bought it and spent my money that I saved on it. And my dad was like, Oh, you can thank Jimmy Carter for that. So like, oh. <laughs> it's my first hey. experience with inflation. My, my first experience was, uh, asking, uh, dad, uh, why are we waiting in line at the gas stations? Okay. That's, that was my first experience because, uh, I was like six or seven years old, right about that time too. Jimmy Carter, and of you course, know, year after that, uh, we got President Reagan. <laughs> you know, two thousand eight was weird for me. Well, you, you know, one well, I guess two thousand nine. I was getting into lawn care, and you know, you'd go through these neighborhoods, and they were just they were just empty. 
right? And it was the most bizarre thing. Like you go into a neighborhood, 30% of the neighborhood just has dilapidated houses falling in. And then the other, the rest of the houses were nice, looked like nothing was wrong and life was normal. And then, but it was, it was just strange neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood you went into. It was just this real strange dichotomy of like opposite ends of the spectrum of, of life experiences that people were going through. Right. And, uh, so I, I don't know. And it, it you know, obviously it's, it doesn't feel like that right now. Uh, it doesn't seem like business, at least everybody I've talked to, it doesn't seem like business is slowing down for anybody. Um, you know, I talked to, to Jimmy Cox up in, in Virginia and he said, you know, things up there are rolling. I know, I know, you know, you and I talk, Paul, I know you're rolling. Uh, uh, Demay, you're rolling. You got projects going. Ray, I know you're rolling. So it's, it's, I'm on the totally opposite end of it, manufacturing people, people are still spending money in this space too. So it's, it's weird. It is definitely, you know, I always go back and say, I talk about a burner return all the time, you know, that we're, we're writing history right now uh, because there's, there's not really a whole lot that we can point to back historically and say, you know, this happened before we know what this is like. We know what to expect. Um, it's a, it's, it's, it's a little bit different now because it's like the economy is still grinding uh, uh, in a, in a, in a very aggressive way, but you know, at the same time, you know, you're facing just for whom's unheard of whom? prices. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, well, I mean, I'm still, I'm still picking up new work, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, I would think like the, the kind of work that I do, which is very niche manufacturing would fall to the wayside. Right. So, um, people are still interested in that, you know, you know, Paul said, you know, a lot of times residential lawn care can be considered a, a luxury when people are talking about, you know what what they're gonna and and this is what they used to say though paul people used to say what are they going to cut first lawn care or uh uh your cable scrip- subscription service well now we live in a time how few people have cable because they've got youtube tv or netflix or whatever the case may be and so it's not a big jump anymore to be like well i'll cancel cable and i'll keep the lawn service because i'm not i'm not watching tv anyway so it's 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 definitely it's a weird time. It's different, um, but I'm I'm not too pessimistic on it yet. Um, you know, I feel bad for the rest of the world because, like Demay said, people are going to die in the in the rest of the world, um, and we're we're probably shielded from that. But uh, you know, it's 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 very 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 strange. Well, I I think we're just so much on the the tip of it right now, and. When these fertilizer prices hit the grocery stores, for example, you know this this fall yeah. basically, uh, it's it's gonna be real. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's weird and surreal to me now to walk in to a grocery store that's oh, usually yeah. packed end to end. You know the shelves are bulging; they're so full, and you you can't even find the basic things that you you usually get. And I mean, like. Uh, like frozen French fries. If, if you looked at the frozen French fry, I can't freezer, get chicken. I mean, here. Like there, yeah, there's there's no crazy. chicken in the grocery store here whatsoever. There's there's plenty yeah, of beans, it's terrible plenty chicken. of pork. Yeah, there's there's no chicken here at all, which is weird because normally no, chicken's the number it's one. Not item, weird. Right? It's overflowing. No, Matt, I, I know what happened. There's also an emerging Birds bird are- flu. Yeah. Right, so yeah. the chickens are having to be destroyed, and when I say destroyed, entire chicken just has to 
go away. Yeah, it ends up in a KFC or a Popeyes, but that's irrelevant. No, no, not even that. Not even that, uh, Ryan. It's uh, it's gone. These spices ought to take care of that bird flu. Not even that. I mean, it because herbs and spices. One of them is some kind of mercenary, right? There you go. We got these. All right, over here we got extra tasty crispy hen house. These guys over here. This is going to be the thighs and drums, and then on over here. Oh, these little things. These are going to be popcorn chicken, you know. So, hey. They all got to, you know, they can all be productive members of the chicken society, right? You guys, listen, here. You guys are just spoiling and uh, being downers on the chicken community right now. And I don't really care for it, okay? I don't care for it. <laughs> don't make like me glue right, well, myself. I'll, I'll switch the gears from the doom board. and gloom all right, let's the do the future. It. All right, let's uh, hear the good side. Let's glasses two thirds full. Yeah, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the uh, new uh, Vanguard power plant in the Permagreen Triumphs now. There we go. Everybody's excited about that. Yeah. Did you yeah. hear that, Greek geek? Did you hear that? The new Vanguard power plant in the Permagreen. Uh, I know he is panicking somewhere because uh, someone spoke positively about a Permagreen and. Uh, so it's just wallow, all, wallow in your. There's misery. nothing but positivity around the permagreens. That's why I switched to permagreen when we were sounding sad. But uh, <laughs> I, got, I got the uh, new engine in from Dan and Tom at the beginning of the week and put it in. And I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say or can say or even if it's a sure thing, but I think that's going to be your future uh, power for the Triumph from from here out. The Hondas are rare all of a sudden, but uh, the the Vanguard actually has some nice improvements over the uh, the Honda. Some of the little annoying things that were such as the Honda had going tell her, on. Tell our uh, audience, such as tell our audience, such as like the, the the uh, oil fill on the Vanguard is really hard to get to, and down on the bottom, I mean on the, on the, on Honda, the Honda and the Vanguard's got a great big old oil fill right on top of the uh, valve cover is real easy to get to. Uh, it's got an automatic fuel shut off. It's supposedly uh, it's uh, rigged up to be a little more resistant to stale gas and ethanol gas. And if anybody has had a permagreen or ran a lot of these small Honda mowers, they motors, the Honda is extremely sensitive to ethanol gas or gas has been sitting around for a while. So. We'll see how how that works out. I mean, that's 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 the company's claim, and supposedly has a better ignition system, so it cranks easier. But uh, I did it. I, I ran it on some yards today, and I, I love it. It it cranks first pull. Uh, it's quiet. It's awesome. The uh, Honda kind of sounds like the Jetsons car when you're riding around a But the uh, Vanguard got a high ting. Really quiet. It does have its own unique sound, especially in the in the firmer green. Kind of kind of putters. <laughs> but anyway, nothing about sound effects. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the the Vanguard and I hope the, the folks at Perma Green and everybody else is too. But the, uh, is it, do you notice any speed difference? Have you tried you tried going full send with it, you know, running running over RPMs on it or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's faster. If you do that, <laughs> <laughs> if you set on the right RPMs, the speed seems about right. 
it's quieter, so the sensation is hard to tell if you really are going faster. I mean, I guess in in truth, you don't want it to really change the speed, but it, it does seem faster, actually. You know, I was the nutcase that always had mine. You know, what you you're supposed to run those at 3450 and uh RPMs, mm-hmm. that is. And uh normally yeah. I'd have mine at like 3650, 3700. <laughs> I keep mine yeah. at 36. Yeah. Well, you, you, you got to. I put the picture cap in the back, so you know, I'm spraying like a football field with with swap. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get it done right take there, it out boys. take it out right, to the drag strip and do 13s all day long with that bitch right that's right man if you, if you, <laughs> if you don't push the envelope you'll never know where the edge is <laughs> all right paul yeah, i know you gotta go, go. uh go i just wanted to say thank you for coming on i love the hell out of you uh and uh, i, I wish you, you nothing Appreciate but you success and you, you know, and, and just absolutely kill it this year. I'm sure Ryan and Ray want to say bye to you too. So I'll let them talk. Hey, so no, seriously, I, I, I know that you're a busy, busy man, just like we all are, but we appreciate you making time. I know the, uh, the folks at home, uh, appreciate hearing from you. You're a folk hero to all of us and we, and we appreciate you. And, uh, Hey, say it loud, say it proud. Permagreen for life. Right there, the Nick. correct you. green. Hey, yeah, correct. Hey, green. The four. Yeah, I run all the yeah. greens. I, I'm listen. I'm Polly when it comes to the sprayers, man. So you know, you just have to either you have to accept that, right? And if you don't, then I'm going to put that bumper sticker on your car that says "I identify as centipede." Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul, I mean, want to uh... drink Paul's dip spit. You know. Oh man, I got the wrong nice, stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, it 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 it's nice running into you uh, again, and uh, yeah, because it was quite the trip uh, seeing you in person at GIE. <laughs> I mean, how much yeah, of that do you I was remember? Shocked, uh, to walk in the room and see the Green Doc sitting up there on oh, stage, man. man. I tell you what, right? Uh, I've fought, I, what was it called? Lawn site? Is that what lawn site? Long yes, site, yeah. I remember this guy in Hawaii who did all this stuff, these backpacks and stuff. I'm like, man, this guy's got it going on. He always had all the answers. And I never thought that, you know, this was, I, I don't know, how many years ago was that? That was, what, 18, 20 years ago, wasn't it? Oh, shit. That's a long time ago. Yeah. That, that was about 18, 18 years. Yeah. yeah I never thought ago. that I would know and run into this guy and actually actually be able to converse with the green doc man or and be able to call it <laughs> one of my peeps but yeah that's that man that's it was, it was something seeing you in louisville that's for yeah, sure well, yeah and you know likewise it, uh, you know i felt uh honored to be running into the, one of the greats and the and the legends himself i mean <laughs> i don't know where uh, all the legend and great comes from but <laughs> <laughs> No, you are. You are. I mean, you know, you you, you are something. I mean, uh, do not do not sell yourself short. I mean, because for one thing, you are anything but short. I mean, that's my department. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul is a large human being. He is. Yeah. Yes. He's brick shit house. 
Yeah, when when, yeah. when Paul and I walk through a door, we definitely can't do it together. Uh, no, we try, we try, we hold hands, and one of us eats, eats the wall. It's going to be interesting with you two sharing that cell, but I know you, I know you guys will make it through it. <laughs> Top bunk. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna go to the after show. For those of you that are wondering what the after show is, it is uh, what did what did Madison Cawthorn say? Uh, on uh, on the other day, he said it was locker room talk, and then he said that it was buddies being crass. Well, that's that's the after show in a nutshell. It's a it's a little crass. If you're interested <laughs> in that kind of thing, you can check us out patreon.com forward slash final return or become a channel member down below. Uh, if you're not into that thing, don't worry about it. No harm, no foul. There's nothing we we definitely again. It requires a different kind of person that sees that kind of sense of humor. That's funny. Uh, Paul, we love you. We'll catch you sometime soon. Everybody else, we'll see y'all on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you. Love you. <laughs>